Hey, I need some juice for him. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Hey. We back again. Hey. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back again. Let me turn this back. Hey, everybody in the front. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we back. We back. We back. We back. What up? What up, Podcast Land? It's your boy, Brentel. This is the I Can't Afford to Quit Podcast. And today we have with us Stephanie Seeley, X in the building. Every, say what's up to the people. Hi. She's phoning in from Zamunda. Yes. How are you? How's your week? I'm good. I've been at home all week because my daughter has had the flu. So that's little, been eventful. Little baby Zora. Yeah, little baby, because, you know, she's to my hip on the flare. Yeah. Okay, we got to do the start to part over. Thought of the week Are we entering the age of outrage? Um, I was looking at, you know, different situations and I'll just narrow it into something more recent with like how people, we're not care, not people, but we just, we just keep it on a narrow, narrow, uh, demographic. We just talk about black people, how people, um, didn't take two, like how, they, how serious they took these two two separate situations, as far as R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. The Michael Jackson situation wasn't taken as seriously by black people as the R. Kelly situation was, right? Mm-hmm. And if we keep it real, it's because Michael Jackson's victims were white boys. And as far as yeah. um, uh, R. Kelly's victims were black women. So, like, the concern is, is this different. And due to, like, just that specific situation, how, how those how, those two situations are looked at differently um, and judged differently, people, if we just be honest, they were... Uh, cherry picking on those two different issues, right? Yeah. And that when that happens, you um you kind of discredit your credibility. You know what I mean? As far as your outrage, you 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 discredit the credibility of your outrage. So is that Is that adding to the beginning of the end? You know what I mean? That's what that's where I was getting with this. And I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Well, people gonna always be outraged about something. Mm-hmm. I think I think when it came to when, when it comes to these two situations, number one, when you think of R. Kelly, mm-hmm. like I know my coworkers at my job, which is a white woman. And she's from, you know, here. She's from Clyde. Mm-hmm. She was like, I've never heard who R. Kelly was. I've never ne- I never heard his music. You know what I'm saying? Versus, versus Michael Jackson, he was universal. Mm. Good point. 
Good point. So everybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you got people in Singapore, you know, uh, doing Michael Jackson impersonations at these little, at the clubs in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mostly 90, if not 100% of R. Kelly supporters and fans were black women and men mm-hmm. versus Michael was international. So, yeah. And that's why when they did the documentaries, they were scaled the way they were scaled. Now that everything is coming out with the Me Too movement and with R. Kelly and, you know, all of these, uh, everything that's, you know, with the whole um, underage girls and, you know, like even like even back in 2001 when he got, um, when he was tried mm-hmm. with the videotape. You know, the lady who, um, one of my the co-workers, she was like, I didn't even know that. And that made national news. Right. And she still didn't know who R. Kelly was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when that happened with Michael, when they was accusing Michael, you know, of, of, of sexually assaulting and molesting those, that was everywhere. That was plastered everywhere all around. That made world news. Right, right, right. Because he's definitely so two big, two two totally different level of artists. I, I yes, I got to put that into the equation too. But yeah. Um. Furthermore, on this this thought, um, I was listening to Van Lathan's podcast, the Red Pill podcast, and he had Murder Mook on, and they were talking about the previous podcast that Murder Mook had. I don't know the name of their podcast. I can't even think. About, oh, easily offended. And he had this girl, Yes Jules, on there, and it was a debacle. Basically, Yes Yes Jules is a is a white woman, and she kind of was attack. Not yeah, she was attacking uh, these two black women that do that doesn't they're not even in the same lanes as her, and they they had past issues or whatever, and whatever. So the internet got upset about that, right? So Van Lathan was questioning not questioning he was having a conversation with murder mook and there was a there was a uh part when they got to talking about like you didn't you didn't did you feel any need to defend um those black women when yes jules was attacking them and he was like (laughs) he was like man i don't know them you know what I'm saying? I don't know them, so I'm not gonna jump into that beef. I'm not. I'm gonna stay completely neutral. And what made like I, it clicked with me right then and there. I'm like, he tried to like woke conversation, murder Mook, and that shit don't translate to street dudes. You know what I'm saying? They live by a whole different code of ethics. So. That made me that made that that made me go into a whole nother little thought process of like the shit and and the rules and you know the ethics that people and etiquette that people uh use on the internet that that shit it that that it doesn't translate to the real world in most cases not all cases but in most cases so that's gonna it that's gonna help end this age of outrage and like we're gonna go back to I feel like we're gonna go back to where the internet is not as powerful as it used to be you know what I'm saying like no yeah 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 back in the day the internet didn't have 
this power that that social media has now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's good the power that social media has on a social justice standpoint is going to decrease because of like integrity issues and shit just not translating. People getting like hot, like ridiculous with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's I don't know. This is a long thought. Uh, but, what's up? But when you think of when you think about outrage and things that happen, you know, in in the world and being this on the news, it's just it, it keeps you it, it keeps you distracted. Mm-hmm. It keeps you focused on it keeps you focused on this one point because they're conversation starters though. Like what we're talking about, you know, their conversation started though, and then that you that that brings out so many, you know, different opinions and, and perceptions, and I don't know, it's just a lot of simulation. That's what that's about. Mm. But and somebody gonna always be so outraged about something, and then get on Twitter and write a whole fucking dissertation about them being so <laughs> outraged. <laughs> Cause that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the end of the day, you get what I'm saying. You, you outraged about the whole, you know, Michael Jackson and all that. Like the man dead and gone. Oh, you know what? I heard because I everybody knows I'm a faithful listener to the Black Guy Who Tips. Shout out to Rod and Karen. And Rod had a really good fucking point. He was like, um, people like, oh, Michael Jackson dead and gone, man. Leave him alone, whatever, whatever. He's like, you know who we don't give a fuck about being dead and gone and we still hold them accountable and still, you know, uh, want justice for the bullshit they did? Slave owners. Yeah. We don't give them no fucking pass. And I was like, damn. That is a really good point. That is a really good fucking point. But, I don't know. I mean, that's a scale. That's a scale now. <laughs> that's a fucking scale. Yeah, Michael Jackson, Lesson, you know, white boys, and, you know, we being enslaved for 400 years, mm-hmm. you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean... It's a scale now. It's a scale. I'm saying, the scale That's a great move. point, though. Yeah. If the scale move, it move. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That cherry-picking shit. You know what I mean? But that, I, I, bad, get what, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Like, I, look, when it comes to my personal opinion, when it comes to Michael with, the, with, with them underage boys and, and R. Kelly... With the underage he a girl. ring. They was at the ring. They was at the jury shop getting wedding rings, bro. That's crazy. But he, here, here's another thing. He here's did another, that he, shit. He did it. I don't care. I just had to say that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. You let that out? Yeah, I'm good. Out? I'm good. I just okay. wanted people to know where I stood. He did it. Okay. Okay. Now, here's, here's the whole, here's this whole idea that I, you know, that I'm thinking. 
like had nobody said anything, mm-hmm. you know, had he not, um, had he not, had he not been alleged as they, as they said back then of him, you know, sexually molesting them boys mm-hmm. or even with R. Kelly and it just got brought out now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how it was with Bill Cosby, like that just came up out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it's, 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 well, if nothing was never said about it, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't where do you go with that, though? If nothing was said it's about just it, like, it's what? just like, why, why, like, why now, though? Because they people feel... Then we, like I said, we live in an age where you know you are, um, you're, you feel, you feel more comfortable with um, speaking out now because the internet has made it okay to speak out against your, you know, abusers, and that's just that's outside of these two uh, situations. You know what I'm saying? These two cases, I should say. Uh, that's that's worldwide, a whole worldwide scale. If you know, just like they just had some um Catholics priests uh go to jail, you know what I'm saying? Recently, like last week. So, like, I don't. We live in an age where it's okay to speak out. That's why now, because before when they spoke out before. You know, nobody believed them. Nobody wanted to do anything. So, I don't know. You got well, an album? You got an album of the week? I'm still, I'm still on Solange. So, okay, okay. Come, come back with me when I'm, I'm off her cloud. Okay. Because I actually do like, I like the versatility in the album. Though. It sounds like one whole. Okay, you got it. You got it. It sounds like one whole what? Don't, don't come, <laughs> don't come for her. <laughs> You better not come for her. Hey, I I like the album, but I'm saying like versatility. Like the first seven songs, I'm saying first four, I should say. She just it sounded like a vibe. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We talked about it last 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 podcast. Yeah, but no, but but no, yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. It don't like the more you listen to. I don't know. Maybe because. I'm, I'm I'm visual with a lot of stuff when I hear music. Mm-hmm. I get different concepts from it. I like it. It's it's a whole like you can clean your house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Staging. <laughs> you know, cook a plant based dinner and shit. Cook a vegan dinner off that whole album though. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I, like fair no enough. bullshit though. Oh, but anyway. Back to the points I was making because I didn't want it to sound like an airhead point. Okay. But because because of this in this age right now in this era versus mm-hmm. back in the nineties mm-hmm. when when it was going on with with, with Kels and Michael, it's just like now the internet and social media gave it that momentum though. Mm-hmm. Because you seen you 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 seen it you seen it was happening but you didn't see it you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. 
But now you don't have no choice but to see it because the real world is connected to the internet so much, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we solely rely upon this source. So now that's our source for everything. It's not like, you do what I'm saying, you go to the library and you look up, like, old news articles. You can do that shit on the internet. Mm. Yeah. It's just like now that's becoming a that that's the source, and then you got that with the with the the social media aspect of it. The social media gave you know these stories that platform. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't been hearing so much about finding Neverland. I'm not gonna even lie. Like up and down my algorithm. Well, leaving Neverland. I keep saying finding leaving Neverland as I did. You know, um, surviving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, social media and mass media, they know who to target. Mm. They, 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 they know what, you get what I'm saying, demographics to target. Okay. And they put it on Lifetime. Like, mother, you got to subscribe to HBO. <laughs> you feel me? Like, HBO is one of the elite subscriptions you get in cable. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay for HBO now. <laughs> you always had to. <laughs> Oh, um, well, I mean, you had, but you get what I'm saying? Now you got an app, though. Right. Do Lifetime got an app? You feel I, me? I honestly don't know. It's a good question. Ain't Lifetime on basic cable? Can't you get that, like, on one of them rotary boxes or whatever? <laughs> ah, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so, like a, like, a motherfucker, you get what I'm saying? A motherfucker who ain't got no cable, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, they get one of them, them boxes. What was they calling them boxes, though? You get one of those boxes, you can get Lifetime. Because Lifetime is a part of basic cable, though. Mm-hmm. I hear so they knew. They knew. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But you ain't been hearing that. You ain't been hearing that. You ain't been hearing that in the hood. And you know what I'm saying? Like, my algorithm on social media is like, it's a lot of hood motherfuckers. You ain't hearing as much as you did about Kale's, though. Right. Like, people making, you know, whole people's having Actually, whole Actually, you know what? You know what, though? I think it was a big issue because, like, I hate to go back into it because I'm trying to move to the albums. But I'll make this point, then we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Black Twitter with the memes is what makes shit bigger than what it really is. Yeah. And, like, the Michael Jackson shit, it didn't have that push where, you know, uh, uh, white Twitter, they, they memes ain't fire. We just put it that way. They memes don't be fired like that. So they can't really move shit like how, you know, black Twitter, they move shit and it's like into the zeitgeist and it's like, it's booming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Moving on. uh, My album is T-Pain's new album, One Up. It made me remember how dope he is, man. Like... His last album was okay. Oblivion was okay, but I think he reached the end of his deal, so he used like he used a lot of good songs. Like he got this one song on there called uh, "Keep This From Me," which is amazing, and he's a great writer. And like he don't get his just due. So shout out to T Pain for the One Up album. Um, what else? Good news. Are you here for good news? 
Yes, before, I am. Before we get into this treacherous shit. Yes. Uh, African-American marketing expert Velma Traham launches small business program with a mission to end poverty through entrepreneurship. And did you get my, I sent you the rundown. Look at your email. Uh, let's see. Yes, last month, I don't really, I'll just read the headline. Dang it. God damn it. I'm jamming. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. What she's doing is she's launching like a monthly training program, which extends to Houston, Orlando, DC, and across the globe where new and current business owners can sign up at her website at VelmaTraham.com. Um, participants will learn how to pick business models that best fit their products or service and how to determine and uh, how to determine what to sell and what to charge, the value of creating uh, a minimum viable product, the importance of creating a strategic plan, the keys of successful uh yeah the keys to a successful marketing plan and much more that's really dope you want actually you got the link to that so i think you should read that whole article i'm not doing it uh okay now i'm ready to move on to the world of what's going on in the world of bigotry i'm sorry oh man i don't want to start with that <laughs> you like nah we ain't gonna even do it man well, we need to i, I, I do want to talk about the, the shootings in new zealand the shooting in new zealand uh man i might have to change the music for that <laughs> <laughs> for real um what what We'll talk about Lori Laughlin um, and the uh, college admission scams. How do you feel about that? Do you want to talk about that? I'm backy. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Actress yeah. Lori Laughlin is free on a million dollar bond after appearing in federal court in Los Angeles on Wednesday, Wednesday in relation to her, her alleged participation in an elite college and admission scheme like her fashion designer husband uh, damn I'm not even gonna try that today who is a suspect is suspected um, in the scam Laughlin was allowed to put her up her home as collateral to secure the bond according to TMZ damn they put up houses. Well, how you had mad money to, you pay, hold up, hold up, okay, all right, we'll just keep going. The actress was allowed to retain her passport while to, uh, for her work on a film project, project in uh, British Columbia, NBC News reported, she will all, she will have to surrender her passport in December when her projects in Canada are completed. 
It's a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, accommodations made. You know what I'm saying? That's what it sounds like to me. Are you back on? Are you on mute? Hit that I'm not on. Okay. I'm, All right, Laughlin. I'm reading the article. Oh, okay. All right. Laughlin and her husband are among dozens of people that the FBI says allegedly paid up to $6 million in bribes to ensure that their children were accepted to schools such as Yale and Georgetown. The couple faces charges of conspiracy to commit mail fraud <laughs> and honest service and service mail fraud. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Laughlin and Gnali, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, are reported to pay $500,000 in exchange for having their $2 recruited to be a part of the University of Southern California crew team. Even though... even though neither teen actually rode. A co co <coughs> cooperating witness told the parents that their elder daughter's academic, academic qualifications were at or just below the low end of admission standards. Damn. Damn. Um, Becky, um, Becky, um, Becky Hallmark channel spokesperson said the network has decided what effect, if any, her wrists will have on programming. Mm, oh, it hasn't decided. Uh, let's see. Let's skim down, skim down. Oh, okay. So that's all they got. So apparently, apparently they were... It's, it's a but uh, William Macy and a couple other people. Uh, let me find this shit. Wow. Because so, I want to, I want to get this right. Uh, college admission scam. But anyway, long story short, <sighs> rich white people were. Um, paying for their children to be uh, to get accepted into Ivy League schools and uh, prestigious state schools. Okay, a lot of bribery, um, just straight up lying, um, saying that their children were part of athletic programs, like photoshopping their children's faces on actual athletes. Uh, of the sport just to get accepted into these schools, you know, or not to get, well, to get accepted, but to, you know, make everything look legit, which mail fraud, all types of levels of fraud. If you want to research that, you can. What I want to talk about is the fact that um, some of these children did not know that their parents were doing this, right? And then I think back to let's let's and then there's another story I wanted to talk about. Let's see, let's check this out. Let's go to we're gonna put a pin on what I was just saying. Uh let me read another headline. 
A black teen accused of cheating on her SATs while white students got away with college bribery scandal. Okay. Ooh. Now I'm going to tie these two things together. Okay. As as in these the children in these scandals did not de- deserve to go to school. They didn't have the grades. They they didn't have the talent, right? Whereas these were spots that were being occupied by people that weren't qualified to be in these spaces. Because you, you got to think there's legacy um, admissions, things of that nature, right? Where somebody would buy a, a wing of the school or donate for a wing or, you know, um, pay to get it fixed up or whatever, upgraded. You know what I'm saying? And then your, your kid gets accepted to the school, right? Whereas somebody who is less fortunate, um, who has the grades, who has the uh, extracurricular activities, who has who has the community community outreach, and are you know um, way more qualified than the people that are you know getting walked in and haven't earned the spot, they're being forced to write hardship essays. Things of that nature, right? Where you got to damn near beg to get into these colleges, right? These institutions. And especially like for black people, you know, you got to do the all my life had, I had to fight essay in order to see, oh, she has the grades, he has the grades. They have the extracurricular activities and they had a rough life. So let's help these people out. You got to pimp your trauma to get into these uh, institutions. Whereas these other kids, these, these fortunate kids, these rich kids just get to walk right into it and haven't earned anything and, and aren't qualified to be there. And what's, what's crazy is going back to what I was saying, they don't even, a lot of the kids don't even realize it, right? They don't realize that they're too stupid to get into these these institutions. And why is that? Because you want your, your children to still feel like they're better than the poor people who had to scratch and claw to get into those institutions. You see what I'm saying? That's how, that's how white supremacy works. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you want your children to just un, un, unbeknownst to them, Knowing, not knowing that they're getting this pass because of who they, they white. And, oh, oh my God. Let me think about Becky's children. Uh, it's the, the, the one who's the internet, the internet sensation or whatever, the internet YouTuber, her daughter. She was, she wasn't even at school when all of this shit came out. She was on the yacht with a chairperson of USC, which is the college that she goes to, she was on that person's yacht at spring break. Now, um, we can definitely, we can definitely for sure, I can tell you what that yacht looked like. Hey. I can tell you the the, the, the demographics of what that yacht looked like. 
And that's where the, the whole networking and nepotism where people who aren't white are elbowed out of and they can't get into these networks. They can't utilize this nepotism. You see what I'm saying? That's how white supremacy works. It's a network at the same time. Once it's, once it's, once the power has been established and things are in place, this is how it works. And these kids don't know. So they actually think they they are entitled to be there because they think they have earned it. No, you're not. Actually, when it comes to when you have to actually compete, you're not good enough. You don't have the grades. There's there's other people who who deserve and earn the spots that you took. That can be, that's 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 poor white people as well. <clears throat> just to be clear, because white supremacy works against them too. They just don't realize it. Hmm. But yeah, wow. Okay, just I'm 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 reading the the article as you're talking. Um, bribery, <laughs> all type of shit. But why people been doing that since been doing that? And, and, oh, what's her name? Abigail Abigail Fisher. Or Frazier, one of the two. Let me look, let me Google that because I want I want to make sure I get that right. Let's 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 Google that. But then the eldest daughter got on YouTube talking about she really don't like school. Yeah, she is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna be here filming another thing. Oh, I'm gonna be in another country filming this. Too bad you can't okay. pull it up so so we can listen to it. Now, 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 let's go back. Let's go back to uh, 2013 and 2016. Okay? Uh-huh. Abigail Fisher. Do you remember her? No. Okay, Abigail Fisher is the, is the white woman who sued uh, the University of Texas because... She believed that affirmative action is why she was kept out of one of her spots. You know what I'm saying? Her, her, she wasn't able to get into school. Okay, now I remember. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine, like, being some? <laughs> I'm so glad I ain't in college right now, because I know for sure there's. Black and brown people who've been looked at like, oh, you're just here for affirmative action. You really don't deserve this spot. When they had to scratch and claw to be looked at as qualified to get in there. And I know they partying like shit. Like, yeah, let's look into your actual transcripts and your actual. Oh, did you really take your SAT? Oh, you probably did. But did you really take your SAT? Because who is it? It was William Macy's son. Where they paid, they paid people to take SATs for their children so they can get a high enough score to, to get into college, right? So apparently, he was actually going to go to where, you know, the, the, the place where his SAT was going to be actually 
used. That score was going to be used. So they told him to go somewhere else. So he went and showed up and took the score, took the test, and they actually used the one that where the person that was uh, paid to take his SATs. They used that score instead of the actual score that the kid, William Macy's son, actually uh, scored. So you get a lot, man. It's just funny. It's it's funny when you think about it. Like, but they'll be the first ones to tell you or to look down on somebody who had to get student loans or they're only there because they had their own academic scholarship. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the means to go to school. And like wardens of the state who 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 who've gotten scholarships and all type of shit. Man, it should it pissed me off to know this. But I wasn't surprised. If that makes sense. You know, when, when I heard about this, when I heard about this, the whole probably, I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> white people. And the things that white people do. No, no. This is, this is not white people. This is, this, we have to specify. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. Rich white, white people. people. Yes. Rich white people. Yes, because uh, uh, poor mm. white person can never pull this off. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. I just... <laughs> and what did you say? The differenti- differentiation of uh, white people and people who ha- happen to be white? Yeah. Yeah, they definitely... Yeah. yeah they definitely. They white people. They rich white people. <laughs> They rich white people, so you know they they white supremacists as far as I'm concerned. Until proven otherwise, really, that's yeah. how you gotta look at it nowadays. For real, that's the sad part. That's uh, the sad part. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But but the the, the whole oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys. If, and you have kids who have the potential. You have kids right now that are in these inner cities mm-hmm. that have the potential that have Ivy League potential. Right. And simply cannot afford it. So they 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 have to they have to go to community college because that's the only affordable thing they can they can they can go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's sad unless you get a scholarship. You know what I was thinking? Mm. This should motivate black people, black and brown people to go to HBCUs. Yeah. Really? It really should. That way you ain't got to. And I think the same thing. Go ahead. HBCUs are giving scholarships away. Like my, my, my cousin, my cousin goes to Alcorn State. And they gave, they gave her eighty thousand dollars scholarship. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about free ride or free ride the for the whole four years she's been mm-hmm. free ride. You know what I'm and that's 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 at most if all the HBCU mm-hmm. is just free money just sitting there, and y'all want to sit over here and go some place that you're tolerated and not accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Not to cut you off, I'm but, sorry. I had to get that out. 
It's, I know. I, you, you've been getting a lot out. And this today, you just been getting a lot out. Yeah. Just okay then. All right. You have anything else to say? You just <laughs> feel You've been really taking it there. You've been really taking it there today. Who made you mad? <laughs> this, this, you know, this fucking college scandal. This is this shit is this shit is crazy. It's fucking crazy. All right, all right. Oh I, feel my like, God. I feel like I'm I'm ready to go to the New Zealand shooting. Okay, let's go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a trip down there. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to be thinking about. You know, it is. You don't feel overstimulated, just, I don't know, this is not just a, you know, just a sidetrack. It's just like, it's with, with so much going on. Like in the world, it's just, you, trying, you outrage. Trying to keep huh? up, trying to keep up, and then, keep, and then keeping up with stuff that you know is going to piss you off, it's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lot, but this is what it's like to be a person in a marginalized group, really. So, <sighs> moving on, uh, mass shooter, mass shooters have exposed. Oh no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <clears throat> We're gonna get into this. Uh, okay, a far far right terrorist is acute uh, accused. Um, Uh, murdering 49 people in two New Zealand mosques on Friday. Damn, so it was two? Wow. I tried to stay away from the story. I I ain't even gonna lie. Um, The abominable crime that will devastate small and the small Muslim community of Church Christ long after the media has turned their gaze to other tragedies. Wow, okay. This is it. Give me some news. Wow. Well, anyway, he streamed it live. He streamed the <laughs> shootings live. Um, the major part that I want to get to is that he made a point to to say who he was influenced by. And it was a lot yeah. of the white nationalist, you know, uh, figures across the world is who he was, he, he said he was influenced by. And still, people are trying to say that it's not a white nationalist crime. And oh. it's, 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 it's not, it, it's not a racist crime. I mean, it's not a racist crime. It is. It's definitely a Islamic, Islamophobic uh, crime. Well, it is. It is race crime because those people are definitely brown people. So I say this: he went to court and he flashed a white power sign. 
Yes, and clearly you can see in the picture he's flashing the white power sign, the signal, the hand sign. And his face is blurred out. Don't you find that interesting? That, I do. Okay, here's why I find this interesting. Oh, no. Let me say this. I'm getting this out. I find it interesting because there is a correlation to the Ku Klux Klan. They cover, they, they do everything with this cloak over their face, right? They don't want to be seen. They, I don't, they want this anonymity, right? And for the news, the media outlets to not show his face is that I kind of feel like, man, are y'all are y'all are part of him keeping his anonymity, his anonymity, and while while he's done these tri- these fucked up things, you know what I mean. Case in point, really, what I'm saying, the unedited version of what I'm saying is, y'all are part of it too. Oh, oh, look at you on fire! You on fire too, yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, do we really need to do the UPS story? And, and it was in Maumee, which is not too far from where we are located. Oh, man. I mean, matter of fact, I'm, you know what? I'm going to read it. I'm going to okay. read it. I'm going to read it because you don't read it. <laughs> no. You already fucking upset anyway, nigga. I hear your voice. 19 workers at a United Parcel Service facility in the Toledo suburb of Maumee, Ohio, have filed a lawsuit against their employer, accusing managers of not only enabling but encouraging a culture of racism and racially discriminatory conduct. A lawsuit filed Wednesday in the Lucas County Court of Common Pleas, named UPS, as well as five supervisors and managers who reportedly fostered a racially hostile workplace. The employees who are black claim two nooses were hung above an African-American worker's desk and that a stuffed monkey dressed as a U- what? <laughs> dressed as a UPS worker was also... Oh, no. Yeah. And UPS don't even fucking pay that much. They should have beat the fuck out of them. But it- <laughs> let me keep reading. And yeah, nigga, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up over these these nine dollars. Fuck out of here. On on another occasion, the complaints claims a white colleague refused to deliver packages to predominantly black neighborhoods and used a slur to describe the area. Mm. I know, I know five good niggas right now. I would have been waiting outside for them white co-workers to get off work. I would have called them on my lunch break. Yeah. It's a, a cold ring. <laughs> the fuck out of here. UPS don't even pay that much, Brentel. Nigga, package hands to start off with like an 11 something. That still ain't enough. African-American employees come to work each day not knowing 
employees a racist mm-hmm. comment or, or conduct will confront them. Being concerned that smirking or laughing white employees are ridiculing them because of their race and walking on eggshells to avoid a triggering problem. Y'all better beat they motherfucker. No, 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 no. Let's look at this. Let's look at this with more nuance. They saying that. That's every day. That's every day for black people. Yeah. For real, for real. We being for real honest. You know what I mean? Especially like in Ohio, since it's we're in like middle of America. You know what I mean? Literally. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be thinking that you're gonna be subconscious like, whoa, what the fuck is uh, is that shit really? Uh, no, I'm tripping. Man, oh, you gaslighting yourself all day, not knowing what the fuck these people are, you know, what I'm saying amongst themselves or whatever. Yes, that's 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 the act. That's the life that you live here every day. <laughs> and you can tell you can tell the person who wrote this isn't from this area. They're from they're 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 probably from Atlanta because it's on Atlanta Black Star, but. That's what it's like to be here. Not knowing, constantly not, you know what I'm saying? You're on edge all day. It's probably like that across the world, but here, especially like in the area, because it's so saturated. You know what I mean? It's so saturated, and, and we're definitely the minority here. And every every avenue and, and uh, venue of work. Let me tell you something. And this is this is just my first off. But UPS, they, let me tell you something. Let, let me go back to this article because I clicked out of it. But I want you this. It was it was a little paragraph right here. Let me scroll down to it. Because these men said the workers, some of the workers who have been working there for over two. For for over two decades, expressed angers over the company's tolerance for racist conduct and said their reactions to the mistreatment range from fear, anger, and disgust to dismay. Still, UPS maintains that it's addressed employees' concerns. UPS better get they okay. UPS promptly investigated and took swift disciplinary action against those found who have engaged in inappropriate action, including the discharge of two employees, which they most likely gonna hire back if they've been there. They got they've been there over some years, probably ten years plus. They probably gonna have them back. Since that time, the company has participated in remedial action and co- cooperation of the Ohio Civil Rights Commission. <laughs> you know, whenever they say Ohio Civil Rights. It's okay. What I'm not gonna even get on that. They they not radical enough for you. That's that's basically. I know that's what you're about to say. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just saying, like when you when when you hear the word civil, like what what's the definition of civil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my point exactly. Hmm. Nigga, we fighting to live. We not fighting to be civil. We fighting to live. That's what the fuck we have to do every day. Like, I'm at my job where I work fucking minimum wage, where I work, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even working in the field, you know what I'm saying, that I have education in, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, 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 working, I'm working at a factory with these motherfuckers who have only been around white people their whole life. And then I, I'm in this, this element now, because this is the most I've been around white people in my life, and it's just the dumb shit that they say. And it's just like, 
So you ain't never been around black. Like, come on now, because now I've got a ten. Somebody probably your sister, your cousin, <laughs> or your brother, your sister. Somebody, somebody got some kids by some by some by some black people. Come on now, it's just the dumb stuff you say. You should be, you should want to be more educated. And it's just like you know when they when they ask questions, well, you know. Well, how does it, I mean, you feel like you judge that. No, baby, I'm, I'm trying to live. You don't have to worry about living. Mm. You don't, you don't, you don't have to worry about when, when, when a flash of lights come in, in your rearview mirror, whether you're going to live or die. Or when you walk into Starbucks, you know, are you going to be racially profiled? Or when you walk into a Waffle House, that you're not going to be drugged out by your hair or assaulted for Yo. the whole fucking world. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I just, I was listening to, I was listening. I watched the shop, and Meek Mill was talking about you know the things that he went to in the last four years, right? <clears throat> and his 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 parole or or felony probation, it it states that he cannot have any contact with uh, police. He can't have p- police contact. So meaning, if anybody calls the police for some dumb shit, he he can get violated for that. So he was like, if I would have been somebody at, if I would have been one of the two dudes at the Starbucks, I would have been going, I would have, I would have got violated for that. See? See? That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, when you say again with middle America, it's just, ugh. It's, ugh. it's hard being unapologetically black here, from my personal opinion. But this is first of all, I'm not gonna apologize. But it's just like, uh, like I be, I I be wanting to say, bitch, are you dumb? Like, are you dumb? Like, you 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 don't think you don't think black people have it hard? Oh, well, you know, like this one lady. I'm, oh, a racism still exists. Well, you wouldn't know, baby. You you wouldn't know. You, you wouldn't know because you're white. And they get, you know, sometimes they get upset when you, when, when you say you're, but you are white. What the, what, I'm the, what are you? You're white. You don't know what racism is. You don't, you don't have the ability, you don't, you don't have the ability to judge what it is. Y'all always been bad at judging what racism is and shit. Like, it's just, uh, like being here, I'd be so enraged. <laughs> I'd be so fucking enraged. Cause y'all don't like black people, but y'all got all these. Fu- Let me be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me. The X was the X was activating. I see it. I see. It. It, it, it bothers me. It bothers me because us as black people, we have to understand that from the minute we were brought here, mm-hmm. from the minute that our ancestors were brought here, we. We we would never ever get freedom from them. We have to take it. We will never get liberation from them. According, according if, if it was left in solely their hands, we would still be enslaved. Yeah, and we still are enslaved. And what, what I mean that. by that, what I mean by that is, mm-hmm. we we only got free because. The Confederate States had acquired so much wealth that they really could do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And the Union States were like, oh, we got it. We have to put a stop to this or we're going to lose power. 
we're going to lose power and we're going to lose control of this country. And they're going to act. They're going to be able to sustain themselves as a Confederate nation within this country. So like, again, we probably said this, but that shit was all business. That was a business move to have that war. Slavery was just a free labor that gained the wealth for the Confederate States. The primary wealth, because you got to have wealth first. Primary wealth, yes. Primary wealth. Exactly. Really, it wasn't about the people. It was about the engine of slavery that built the wealth for the Confederate nation, the Confederate States. So again, when I say if it was up to us, I mean, if it was up to them, meaning the Confederate States. No, fuck that. We'll say the Union. The only reason, only reason that, that just slavery stopped is because the Confederates got too big. So yeah, if it was up to them, shit, we we probably still be slaves right now. If they could figure out, if the Confederates were smart enough to figure out, hey, we'll break bread with y'all somehow, so y'all can eat off of this. Because I guarantee they really didn't give a fuck up north. You know. With the exception of Philadelphia, since the Philadelphia was the only state that had, I could be wrong, but hopefully somebody's listening and they will write in. So I'm going to say this. So Philadelphia was the only state, well, the only, the city where for a slave, if you were there for six months, you were granted freedom. Right? So. Yeah. With the exception of that city, I can't. I I can wash my hands and say like nobody else gave a fuck because they didn't have those laws. Yeah, you can run up there and be free. You can run up there to the north and be free or whatever, but <clears throat> it wasn't. It wasn't in law. You know what I'm saying? You were still a fugitive. You see what I'm saying? If you weren't. In yeah. It's a while. Um, it's just like God fucking damn. And like even here, like like even here, even this town, even even the president who lived in this town though. Ooh, the shit that he did to it. win a less you talk know what I'm about saying? it. Talk about it. You know, he was the sole reason that the slaves that that that, that the slave masses were granted back. You get the the slaves were granted, you know, uh had to go back to their slave masters. That's how he won the election. Rutherford behaves, though. No, 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 no. Explain that further because they need to get that fact. Go ahead. Explain that further. Break that down. So after those amendment, amendments were made, I think it was the, what was it, the... 13th? The 13th, yeah. And slave realized that what was said on paper did not equate in real life. Like, even though y'all said we was free and we were able to get this land, which you all said 40 acres and a mule, they wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. So now you got these slaves roaming around this, um, roaming around these, these, these plantations. You know what I'm saying? But they're, they're, they're free, so they say. So now Ruth, it, it was a, it was a, uh, the presidential election between Rutherford B. Hayes and I forgot the other one. Mm-hmm. But Rutherford B. Hayes solely, solely granted the slave owners property 
their slaves back to the back back to the slave owners. Hmm. Yeah, and that's how he won the election. And then motherfuckers take their kids to that roof of a behave. That house. You want that house? You that looks like a fucking <laughs> fucking plantation. Let let's come on now with that long ass fortune shit. Like when I when I first came up here, I'm like, this shit, what the fuck? <laughs> this shit looking like. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I'm just I see y'all ancestors. I see y'all. I'm mad too. I want to beat the fuck out of them too. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? It's just like, and our kids not having real knowledge knowing that their ancestors were put back in chains solely by the hands of this man who y'all want us to, who y'all want my kids to learn so much about. Like, this shit is so fucking, you get what I'm saying? And I I don't even think, I don't even think other white people know that shit. Uh, um, I would hope they don't. I really hope they don't because if they knew that and they're still, that's, that's, that was curriculum in uh, elementary school. Hey, we're going to go visit the such and such every fucking year. I really hope that, that that's not like a common knowledge about him. Cause they showed and say that shit when we were, they was talking about the history of him and his wife and his fucking dog and everything like that. When you go there. Yeah. That's that's why that's why with Princess Michael be like, Mama, we I'm we not we going to walk in the park because I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> but I'm not going up in that man fucking house. Shit, I'm not. I could just smell sins and transgression up in there. But she's not going in that motherfucker. Considering the fact that you know it's documented how he did his slaves though, mm. how he tortured them and did all. You th- you think you think I want to walk in some man's house? Who killed and slaughtered my ancestors? Hell, mother, no, no. If anything, if anything, oop! Oh my God, how did that match get there? All oh, the curtain is on fire. Huh? You know what huh? I'm saying? <laughs> how did that match get there? Oh shoot! How did it get there? Like I don't be giving though, but I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, I just okay. All right, now we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do, we gotta have. We got to call motherfucking just hilarious down to the carpet, bro. We got to call her you down. Know, you know, with me, when it comes to her, like, I'm just going to be honest, but I really don't, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. Like, she, just with the mess and my news is real. Girl, get your motherfucking ass up out of here. <laughs> but anyway. So, uh, she's under fire for getting some Muslims kicked off. Some Muslim four bearded Muslim men kicked off her flight, and she claims she claims that the men made her nervous because of their appearance. Oh my god! And she made comments to millions of her social media followers while the plane was waiting to take off. The men made her nervous. Clearly, like this is exactly what happens to us, sis. What are you doing? What are you doing? She better hope that there was an investigate investigation done and they was really on some shit because she's she, what she's doing. <clears throat> and it's funny because as soon as you get a little money in status, you start to you start to act like rich white people. These internets really got her thinking that she ain't black. 
See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And you ain't even got no real, you can't even put your hand on a ponytail, sis. Oh, come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, no. Don't drag yeah. her, drag her. Yeah, yes, I am. Yes, sir, because they look weird. And here it is, you see motherfuckers just, just sitting idle in coffee shops. And, mom, and, and people are threatening. You get what I'm saying? And you talked about that shit. Just with the best of my news, it's real. Two black men were sitting in Starbucks. You get what I'm saying? They're getting profiled. Hmm. Bitch, you hmm. black. You get what I'm saying? If, if, if no other race feels disenfranchised, it's black people. That's why we can relate when other motherfuckers feel less than because we've always felt less than. And you get what I'm saying? Like we're the fucking nobody. You know, I, couldn't, I, just couldn't, I was just disappointed when I read this article. Like, really? I'm overly you know? disappointed. Really? I'm overly disappointed the, because the mere fact the that fucking when you audacity. Yeah, because they look get your motherfucker. And everybody know, <laughs> and everybody and their mama know that 9-11 was started just to raise that war because America wanted something over there and they was like a big-ass baby rolling all over the floor. I want this, I want that, so if you ain't going to give me that, so let me devise a plan to make it seem like these people are really like these people are really a threat. Let's just say, oh, yeah, they knocked down a couple of towels and killed these people. Everybody know, anybody, anybody who really paid attention who was really researching, knowing good goddamn well that 11 was staged by Americans. Shout out, let's shout out Stephanie Celiax for the, uh... I'm um, just saying. Yeah. But that's what America do. Let me tell you something. America in a nutshell, when it comes to uh, America and, and even the, even the presidency and the white, like, look, let me tell you something. They shit ain't one big. There's there's one big white man that 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 wants something. You know what I'm saying? Because you know back then, what they it's this quote: "It's only one free person, and he's white and he's male." Hmm. <laughs> that's the only free person, and that's the only liberated person in America. He's white and he's male. And when they want what they want, hey, they we gotta add. Them. You gotta add straight white male to that today. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, you got you, no. I'm not even going to quantify that. Um, what I'm saying is, far as with Jess, dog, like what you what she just did is you oppressing other people. That was that's a form of of oppression, and you use you use. The flight attendant people and the, the security as a weapon to oppress these four bearded uh, Muslim men, and, and you should be a fucking shame to yourself. And you sitting up there doubling down because your ego won't allow you to feel something. You are wrong. What you did was wrong. And you are part of what you what you became now is a part of the problem that attacks you as well. So, with that being said, I'm ready to move on. Are you are you ready to move on? Hey, yeah, don't shoot.
Should you take part in the discussions about presidential candidates in 2019? Um, hold on one second. Hold on. Do I want to? I don't. I mean, you know, Brentia, when it comes when it comes to me and politics, because I can only speak from. A personal, like I didn't, I really didn't begin to learn about the system of politics until I became an adult. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you realize it, like in, in the school system, they 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 they're they're not taught about the process of politics and how voting uh, is important to. You know, your everyday life, how laws are passed, how, you know, this is this is made because this, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, like right. laws have affected black people since been affecting black people because, number one, slavery was legal. Um, it was. Mm-hmm. And everybody think, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think legal means right. No, slavery was legal. Was that shit right? No. There's, just a, there's a lot of things at the time that was just the thinking the thinking of you know the lawmakers at that time, which <clears throat> there were only men at the straight white men at the table you know well, we don't know straight, but presenting to be straight white men who made the laws who got to sign the declaration, you know what I'm saying, who got to sign the uh the amendments and shit you know what I'm saying the constitution so like <clears throat> when they were written, they didn't have you in mind. Yes, I get it. And a lot of people feel as if politics is that same spirit. They don't have you in mind. But me being a person who is big on identity politics, I like to watch who says what. As far as on the Democratic side, I like to see who does not shy away from identity politics, uh, who has policies that affect certain people. You know what I'm saying? Marginalized groups. Um, that's that usually determines <clears throat> if I if I'm rocking with you or not. Right. I say that to say this in 2019. Fam, it doesn't matter who the Democratic nominees are. It doesn't fucking matter at this point. Anything, it it don't matter. For me, I'm checking Democratic because I don't fucking want Trump to win again. It's just that simple. It's just that fucking simple. It doesn't matter. It does, but it don't. Yeah, that's true. So, that's my answer on it. <clears throat> Uh, 
When should you move in with your significant other? It's a ballpark. Just a ballpark. Are you thinking? Um, well. It's a good one, huh? I mean, you know, you know that saying, you never know somebody until you move in with them. Mm. So I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, you so you don't have a time frame. It's just you look at that as one of the deciding factors on getting to know somebody. Is that is that how you look at it? Am I correct? I mean, when you move in with somebody, that's when you get to know the real them. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people have pet peeves. Yep. And maybe the person who you with, you know, just really knocking on all your pet peeves. <laughs> like, look, let me tell you something. I got a pet peeve about shit being on the floor. She does. I seen who, it. I seen it in action. I seen it. <laughs> it's just like when things are on the floor, that gives people the permission to walk on it, to step on it. And my can it, I, okay? Can I can I say mine? Yeah. I like open space. I don't like a lot of like furniture and shit like that. Like I don't like. I like to keep my rooms simple. And a lot, I noticed, well, I don't know. There's there's some women who that like like to, you know, get extra with your furniture and everything like that. And like, when you got like a closet monster, you know what I'm saying? That's another pet peeve yeah. of mine. Oh, my God. Yo, organize your clothes. Organize your clothes. But But I digress. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I, mm, I don't like clutter. I don't like clutter no way. Like clutter, it gives me anxiety. So, you know, the person who you with, it's just that, you know, moving in with your city. I think, I think that once you, once you and that individual have made the decision to say, yeah, we are taking this relationship we're being more monogamous, you know, now it's really serious, you know, now you are something, a person who, you know, I want to have a future with, I want to marry, uh, uh, you know, one day. Mm-hmm. I think it should be like a trial period, like, let's be the, let's live in together for six months, <laughs> keep what you keep, I keep what I keep, and let's live together for six months, let's cohabitate. You know, just to see if this is something that we want to do forever. Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, forever? Yeah. Because, um, no. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't want to have I to wake up. I just want to take it nice and... No. Oh. You know, oh, I don't want to have to wake up every morning and, you know, you already gone and here it is, the top off the toothpaste. Like, you mean to tell me in between the time of you unscrewing it off, putting the toothpaste on the toothbrush, you couldn't pick it back up and twist it back on there? You know, it's, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, so like, I, how much effort. I want to know the answer. 
So there is no definite answer on your part, right? Look, I think it should just be a trial period. I think, yeah, okay. you should move with them, but it shouldn't be indefinitely. It shouldn't be like, yeah, let's move in together because, oh, yeah, we want to No, no. Okay. I, no, got, I got one for you, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real simple. And to answer that question is when you're ready, when y'all both are ready. So I'm ready. To but how do you know you're ready, though? I say when you both are ready. That means you have to con- you have to have the conversation and sit down and you know lay your expectations out, um, lay your pet peeves out, and you have to have effective communication. You have to be really transparent uh, in order to make that move. Am I? Do you do you agree? Yeah, I do. Okay, but you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm speaking from a personal experience only simply because I've I've. I ain't been in a relationship. Well, I have, but I've I've never lived with my significant um, others long enough. You know what I'm saying? It was the most like you know I did all the wifey shit, <laughs> you know, for for fuck niggas. And you know they just had this certain criteria. Like I want you to do this. I want, like I was really doing the wifey role, like breakfast and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you want your eggs a special way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like now because I've been a because I've been single for so long and I've been on my own for so long. Like somebody else coming into my space, like like I I don't know. I don't know if I I I, I want you here, but I want you here for a select a selective amount of time. <laughs> like maybe you know, like maybe like three days, and that's it. <laughs> And that's it. Would you say that's you're you, you you are an introvert? Cause that sounds I like am. that sounds like your social battery drains. You know what I'm saying? And then you like get the fuck out of here. No, it's just like because because I've been because I've been alone for so long, and like plus me moving here, like I'm not as social as I used to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As to where I'm I'm really out there mingling with people, networking. Yeah, I want to come home to my man, lay up under my man, tell him, you know, you know how I how I ran into some dope-ass people, some lame-ass niggas and some whack bitches. You know, I want to do that. I want to unwind, you know, and tell, you know, my man everything. Like, I would enjoy that. But it's just like here, no. Like, it's nothing to do here. Ain't no networking. Ain't no doing this, doing that. So I'm just coming home to tell you what, how much I don't like being around this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, my, my, my co-head co-workers, you feel me? Like, no. Like, no. <laughs> Did you get the email? Let me... That's probably it right there. That's probably it uh, right there. Oh, you heard the buzz? You heard yeah. the buzz? Okay. Yes, I did. Would you like okay. me to read it? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to make some um, asking for a friend music, too. Okay, so we going into asking for a friend? Yes. Um, I'm going to toss it to you because I feel like this should be your segment. You don't, you, and, and you don't have to read the name because that's I want to give people anonymity. You know what I'm saying? You can make I, don't, I wasn't going to read the name, okay. but this email, though. Yeah. So read it. Read it, and then we'll we'll both. I'm a, Do you want to toss it to me, then, or, or you just go in right after you read it? I'm going to talk to you. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Hold on. Hold on one second.
Boom. So a friend asked me that if you are talking to someone for a while and they want more as in a relationship, how long, how long is too long to wait for him? He didn't understand how can you want a relationship if you haven't met your, your kid. She didn't want to introduce me, so she left. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. So, well, I'm, I got to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> so a friend asked me. I think me, she meant he left. Let me see. She didn't want to introduce. Oh, she didn't want to introduce him at all. So she just left and exited the situation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she just wasn't into you like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't ready. He was trying to move fast. That's what that sounded like to me. Like, and this kind of sounds like a red flag of like controlling, manipulating type dude. What do you think? Wow. So they haven't met. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, dating twenty fucking nineteen. Like, <clears throat> I I find it weird when dudes like, I want to meet your kids like super early. You know what I mean? Or women too. You know what I'm saying? You know, females, <laughs> and not even to just get off into this, but females just think once they meet the kids and the mama, you know that you know that they you know in, in first place. Bitch, you shouldn't even have a place. You should be it, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like niggas and niggas is niggas is letting they, these these females meet everybody. Mm. The great grandma, the grandmama, her sister, hell, they little special cousin. The one that be slobbing and drinking. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. <laughs> she oh, beating every fucking gosh. body. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. You, you are, you're, you're, you're a hoot. <laughs> how am I a hoot? Nigga, because you know that's how it is. When the family gatherings come up. And you know in your family you got one cousin that bring a new one every year, every two years. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And here it is, y'all. You, you know, you got one bold cousin. Hey, man, what happened to that light skin? That, that light skin, the thick one. <laughs> oh man, you know she was crazy. Bitch tried to get me locked up. He was like, "With this one right here, Joe, she good. She good. She got good credit and shit. You know, she worked that. You know, she worked for the state. She ain't got no kids." You know what I'm saying? She got a good apartment. That's her car. You see what car she? Yeah, she legit. I got me a real one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my goodness! Whole time though, girl feet look like you know what I'm saying. He man's feet. I'm leaving it alone. Okay. Today. No, but you need, where where do you stand on the email? Wow. I mean, I would have done the same thing, too. So you would have left him alone? Hell yeah. Okay. But what's your what's your reasoning for leaving him alone? Because right here, look, 
First off, okay, let's go. They want me oh, for him. He didn't understand. How can you want a relationship if I haven't met you kids? Yeah, your kids. Yeah, I think that's that's your. What do you think? Oh, your kids. Oh wow. She didn't want to introduce, so she left. But these females, though, like he don't want you to meet his kids. No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Oh. Yeah, he okay. wanted to I meet her kid. Oh. Damn, niggas thirsty. They want family. <laughs> and these niggas running away from their families and shit. Niggas abandoning their responsibilities. So what? You, what okay, what is your 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 dealing on it? You so you agree with the woman? Yeah. Okay. All right. I still feel like it just it just come off weird and aggressive and like pushy. You know what I'm saying? Wait till somebody ready to introduce you to their damn kids. What the hell's wrong with you? All right. I have nothing what? else to podcast about. So I don't feel like going to work tomorrow. I really don't. No. But I can't afford to quit. With that being said, until next episode, hey, 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 podcast every day. When I introduce you, I'm going to say, this is a friend of mine. That means you're a connected guy. Now, if I said instead, this is a friend of ours, that would mean you were a made guy. I capiche? Hey yo, uh, no matter how you shake it, or weigh it up, you treat this shit like a mob, nigga, like a mob, yeah. We real mob guys, we real mob ties, when they took machine gun black, we all cry, crack the window in the kitchen, let the hard drive, I got a true hustler story in my hard drive, we real mob guys, we real mob ties, when they took machine gun black, and y'all cry, what's the piece, crack the window in the kitchen, let the hard drive, I got the hard drive, the story in my